0: Eureka, by John Thomas, Volume 1, Chapter 1, Section 1, Part 11, The Four Spirits of the Heavens, Having beheld the harlot of the ether, keeping house in the land of Shinar, the prophet again informs us, in chapter 6, verse 1, that he turned. I turned, says he, and lifted up mine eyes and looked. This indicates that his attention was directed to new objects, which he describes in the following words. I looked, and behold, four chariots going forth from between two of the mountains, and the mountains were mountains of brass. In the first chariot, red horses, and in the second chariot, black horses, and in the third chariot, white horses, and in the fourth chariot, spotted horses and fleet. Then I responded and said to the angel speaking with me, What are these, my lord? And the angel replied and said to me, These are the four spirits of the heavens, going forth from standing by the ruler of all the earth. The black horses which are in that are going forth to the land of the north. And the white went forth to follow them. And the spotted went forth to the land of the south. And the fleet ones went forth. And they asked to go for to run to and fro through the earth. And he said, Go, go run to and fro through the earth. So they ran to and fro in the earth. Then he proclaimed to me, and spake unto me, saying, Behold, those going forth to the land of the north have caused my spirit to rest in the land of the north. Here is an amplification of the vision of the two olive branches or anointed ones, that stand by the ruler of all the earth. The reader will perceive that the two branches and the four chariots and their horses all relate to the same agents by comparing Zechariah 4 verse 14 with chapter 6 verse 5. In these places they are all said to stand by the ruler of all the earth. In both these chapters, they are represented as symbols of Yahweh's spirit. These, the chariots and horses, said the angel, are the four spirits of the heavens going forth from standing by the ruler of all the earth. In the first passage, they are in the standing position. In the last, they are in motion from thence on their appointed mission. These four chariots are the cherubim of glory, which constitutes the chariot of Yahweh. In speaking of the four-faced figures with wings outstretched over the mercy seats of the ark in the most holy place, David styles them in First Chronicles 28 verse 18 the chariot of the cherubim the Spirit of Yahweh rested in the form of a cloud between and upon their wings from the dedication of Solomon's temple until the glory took its departure in the days of Ezekiel and shortly before its destruction by the Chaldeans. Alluding to this Cherubic incumbency of the Spirit, David says in Psalm 80 verse 1, O shepherd of Israel, inhabiting the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. Arouse thy might and come for salvation to us. O mighty ones, Elohim, turn us and cause to shine thy faces and we shall be saved. The cherubim, were the typical throne of Yahweh in Jerusalem, before which the high priest presented himself on the occasion of the annual covering of the sins of the nation. In the first and tenth chapters of his prophecy, Ezekiel shows what they typify or represent. Let the reader peruse these chapters in connection with Apocalypse 4 and 5, and he will find that the cherubim are representative of the spirit corporealized and manifested in the saints, the Elohim of Israel, the one eternal spirit in multitudinous manifestation. Whithersoever the spirit was to go, they went, they ran and returned as a flash of lightning, And the noise of their wings, like the noise of great waters, as the voice of mighty ones in their going, the voice of speech as the noise of a camp. Zechariah's four chariots are identical with these. They represent the resurrected saints in the execution of the judgment written. Psalm 149 There are four of them, because there were four faces to the typical golden cherubim of the Ark of the Covenant in the temple, and four living creatures in Ezekiel's vision, and four living creatures in the Apocalypse. And the reason why there are four, and not three or five, is because in the military organisation of Israel, the twelve tribes were set off into four camps. The camp of Judah, the camp of Reuben, the camp of Ephraim, and the camp of Dan. The standard of Judah's camp or host was a lion, that of Reuben, a man, that of Ephraim, an ox, and that of Dan, an eagle. And the faces of these four were united in the two cherubims of the most holy place and became the Elohim faces of the eternal spirit, self-named Yahweh, which stood by the ruler of all the earth while he dwelt in them anterior to the Babylonian captivity. Now, as the saints without regard to the accident of their fleshly descent, are all Israelites, by adoption through Christ. Their organization is based on that of the twelve tribes, so that they come thereby to be represented by the standards of Israel's camps. Envision the four camps of the saints, constituting nevertheless one encampment, occupy the position of the four camps of Israel in the wilderness, Judah on the east side, Reuben on the south, Ephraim on the west, and Dan on the north. For this reason, Zechariah's four chariots are termed the four winds, or spirits, of the heavens, and in their New Jerusalem symbolization. The Saint's City is said to lie foursquare. The two mountains of brass. Zechariah saw the four cherubic chariots going forth from between two mountains of brass. This metal connects these mountains, or dominions. With the brazen part of Nebuchadnezzar's image, the body and thighs, and with the claws of brass pertaining to the fourth beast, and the band of iron and brass around the stump of the Babylonian tree. The two mountains of brass and the two thighs of brass are identical, and represent the Greek element of Of the great mountain that is to become a plain before Zerubbabel, before the two anointed ones, before the four chariots and their horses, before Israel and the saints, in the days of the Maccabees, the two mountains were the Greek kingdom of Egypt and the Greek kingdom of Syria, including Assyria and other adjacent countries. The former styled in Daniel 11, the king of the south, and the latter, the king of the north. Now, though these countries are and will be in other hands than those of people purely and simply Greeks, they are nevertheless regarded in prophecy as the countries of the brass dominion, and so designated as in the place before us. At the epoch of the four chariots, that is, just before they are seen going forth, we learn from Daniel and Ezekiel that there will be two antagonist dominions, the one occupying Egypt and the other Syria and the adjacent countries. The latter is the king of the north, existing on the political map in the time of the end and called Gog by Ezekiel the other the kingdom of Egypt these two mountains of brass will be in a state of war before the going forth of the cherubic chariots and as daniel tells us the egyptian province of the south mountain of brass will not escape subjection to the brass dominion of the north the land of egypt shall not escape chapter 11 verse 42 this will be the relative position of the two mountains with the holy land between them the battleground and bone of contention between the two powers at the going forth of the chariots but we may remark here that though the rulers of the two mountains or the dominant race, will not be racially Greek. Still, the North Mountain of Brass will be Greek in its superstition, or state ecclesiasticism, and the South Mountain also Greek in the possession of the Greek islands of the Mediterranean and Aegean seas. Being, therefore, Hellenistic, ecclesiastically or geographically, or both, they are dominions of brass, occupying, in relation to the Holy Land, the same political status as the two kingdoms of the Ptolemies and Seleucidae in the days of the Maccabees, or era of the Asmoneans, 358 years after Zachariah saw the vision of the chariots, and 167 years before the birth of Jesus Christ. Zechariah saw the four chariots of Cherubim going forth from between these two mountains of political geography. He must, therefore, have seen them going forth from the Holy Land, which occupies that position. They first stand by the ruler of all the earth, as the two anointed ones of the four faces. In this position they are the four and twenty elders, and the four living creatures full of eyes before and behind, filled with the spirit, as a lamp is filled with oil, and which in them burns before the throne, as the seven spirits of God, which, when in motion, are sent forth into all the earth. But before they leave their standing position to run to and fro, they sing to the captain of their salvation, Thou art worthy to take the book, and to open the seals thereof, for Thou wast slain, and hast redeemed us to God by Thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue, and people and nation. And hast made us for our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. When they sing this song, they are in the land of Judah, Isaiah 26, verse 1. They are there as the kings which are from a sun's risings, to prepare whose way The political Euphrates is dried up. Apocalypse 16, verse 12. And the two mountains of brass are found temporarily occupying the place of its waters. But Zechariah saw them going forth. The wings of the cherubim are their armies, and the horses of the chariots are the same. When they stand says Ezekiel, they let down their wings, which in motion are as the noise of great waters, or a multitude of people. They go forth to conquer for themselves their dominion, or as Daniel expresses it, to take the kingdom, to slay the fourth beast, and to destroy his body, to take away his dominion, to consume his and to destroy unto the end. They shall reign upon the earth, but they must first conquer the nations, for the nations will not accept them for kings and priests without compulsion. The saints, in their career of conquest, are the stream of fire, flowing and issuing from before the Ancient of Days, They are the angels of Christ's power in a fire of flame, the tormentors of the worshippers of the beast and his image, and the receivers of the mark of his name, with fire and brimstone in the presence of the Lamb, and the 144,000 redeemed from the earth, the firstfruits, who follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth, They are the chariot wheels of the Spirit, full of eyes and a burning fire. Daniel 7, verse 9 and 10. Apocalypse 14, verses 10, 11, 3 and 4. 2 Thessalonians 1, verses 7 and 8. Ezekiel 1, verse 18.